You're listening to So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. I'm Garrett. Today, we're talking about Back to the Future Part 2. Part 2! Yeah, so excited! Uh, Part 2! The 1989 sequel to Back to the Future. You could call it Part 1, but it's not officially called that. Hell no. Uh, In this film, Marty... And the Doc, well, not the Doc, because he wasn't with him, but Marty has returned from 1955. He's back in his normal present-day time of 1985. He's got the truck of his dreams. He's got his girlfriend there with him. And just when you think everything's all fine and dandy, here comes the Doc from the future to tell him that they have to do it all over again, Uh, basically. And there we are. Pretty much where the first movie left off. uh, Marty and Jennifer's kids have gotten in some serious trouble uh, Marty McFly Jr. gets arrested, put in jail. Wasn't he, like, sentenced to 15 years or something ridiculous yep. like that? 15 years. His sister got caught trying to break him out, also went to jail, so it that one single moment in time totally destroys the entire McFly family, and they must fix it. I thought it was kind of weird that the doctor wanted to meddle in that. Yeah, because Doc Brown so never wants to meddle. No. Anti, it, it's not, like, a good reason. Not like, really. Nobody's really gonna, like... The re- they had to fix Marty because, um, you know, he starts going away. Right. So well, they, they screwed it up because yeah. of him meeting mm-hmm. his his mom. Exactly. So, like, it, it's an interesting... Because, yeah, this whole movie, he's all like, we can't do anything without the future. And Back to the F- Future was a complete accident. He was never supposed to go back in time. Right. Yeah. So this is the first time they're doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To fix something that... Doc he, Brown is only really doing, I guess, as a favor? Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. I never really uh, didn't even register whenever that uh, I was watching this. But, yeah, it's it's very not in line with his whole, I don't want to know anything. You can't run into anything. You can't do anything. Like, don't change nothing. What happens, happens. I think it's because, like, maybe this is, like, one portion where it hasn't been written yet. And he's going forward instead of backward. I think they should have had a... A joke, or at least gone and found a way to fix what happened to make Jennifer a completely different actress this time around. That's true. Yeah, so I want to talk about that. But what I want to talk about, before we get too deep into that, is the fact that did y'all know that there was not a planned sequel for this? Which blows my mind, because each one of these movies, the Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2, end with perfect opportunities for sequels. Yeah. So, I guess... The the first one was just going to end. Well, that the first way. one didn't. It just ended. No, because they were in the car and they were going to go to the future, and so like that sets it up to be like that sets it up for a, per- a perfect possible uh, sequel. I guess I saw it more of an ending. I guess. Well, like, see, whenever I first, the first time I saw this movie was on VHS, and on the VHS copy of this film, uh, at the end of it, it did it it had one of those. Uh, they had one of those subtitles that said to be continued. Right, but was the VHS released in 1980? Uh, I guess I guess it would have been one of the original ones. Yeah. But but they've but since but since they released the DVDs, since they released the DVDs, they've since taken those off. Hmm. True story. Not in the second one. Not in the second one. But in the first one? In the first one. Gotcha. That's what I'm talking about. But no, Zemeckis said that he there was not a planned sequel for the first film, but because of the success they did it, and he said that a regret that he had was putting Einstein and Jennifer in the DeLorean because then he had to find a, a storyline that included her in some way, shape, or form rather than have them go off and do a different adventure. Mm. And I thought that was kind of interesting because, he, again, 
each one of these movies seems like they end so perfectly. I, the the second and and third ones were filmed back to back, so they work together well. But I also thought that this was like a planned thing my entire life until reading about it and doing some research on it. Hmm. Well, there you go. All right. But they did have to go back and reshoot some of the beginning or the end of the first movie because of the recasting of well, they had Elizabeth Shue step in to be Jennifer, who stepped in for Claudia Wells, who had to who was initially planned. To be it, but her mom was sick, so she yeah. did not do it. Yeah, I thought Elizabeth Shue did a really good job. Yeah, and and for the longest time, I didn't know there was a difference. I mean, she looks like Claudia Wells. Mm-hmm. They're well enough to where it didn't really matter. Yeah, but yeah, bringing it back to the movie, we we uh, the three of us somehow Andrew made it. I don't know how we made it to 2015. We made it to Back to the Future Day. I'm gonna kick you. And it ass. was one of the greatest days of my life. I was so happy. I have a shirt that says I was there in the design of Back to the Future. It has the date on it. I wear it every single Back to the Future day in remembrance. I'm so happy. For this you know day. what? I just got to make a note about that shirt. Yeah. Because you you've obviously would know more than me since you wear it and I don't. But when the times that I have been... I feel like there's been a couple times at least when I have been around you when you're wearing that shirt and people react to it in the dumbest ways. <laughs> They don't read. They don't understand what it is. Well, they go, hey, he was there. And they don't know what you're talking about? They have no idea what it is. No, they don't get it. Many of the people that, most of the people that comment on it, because I feel like if you're a true Back to the Future fan, you just acknowledge it and accept it. Doesn't it it look, it looks like the, does it look like the logo or does it look like the the, the time machine code? It's, it's, I was there is in the Back to the Future and then it's got the date on it like the Unmistakably Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody gets it. No. And I think that's because, like, a true Back to the Future fan is like, I like that. But they don't need to, we don't need to talk about it. Because I've never seen this shirt anywhere else in public. Oh, okay. I'm just shirt hipster. I'm sure it's out there, but I've never seen it. It was like some little knockoff. I don't remember where it was from, but it found it on the internet. It popped up in, I thought about it, and then it showed up in my Facebook. It was a Facebook ad, wasn't it? Yeah. Ah, The witchcraft. No. (laughs) But, uh, the people that have said something will just go, yeah, he was there. And, that's, and they're like, what? what are you talking about? Do you know what this is? At I that, don't know. At that point, you just need to nod your head and be like, yeah, I was there. I saw it all. Yeah. I saw, you know, Phil take out his shovel and like hit, <laughs> hit Bill upside the head. What are you talking, are you talking about? about? Who's Phil? Sometimes you just got to like play along with whatever the hell those people are saying. Who's Phil and Bill? I just made that up. You got to cut that part. Out. I don't want to leave it. <laughs> um, I did like I I do remember that right after uh, right after the day. Is it October 21st? Is it or is it October 15th? November 12th. No, no, no. 12th, 1955. No, the future day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The future day. Yeah. It's October something. Okay. The day after that, uh, USA Today released a paper with like a fake cover on it. Yeah, we've got some over there. I got one of those too, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, those are neat. Especially with the uh, Jaws 19. (laughs) This time it's really, 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 really personal. Thank God that there is no Jaws 19, because if we ever landed on that, We'd be screwed. I mean, every shark movie that came out after Jaws is basically Jaws. Mm-hmm. The, uh, let me see. I don't remember what article it was, but they were talking about some of the predictors that they got right or wrong, and they 
talked about it to Bob Gale about it, and they were like, yeah, we may not have Jaws 19, but I mean, we have Sharknado 3, and that's basically what Jaws would have <laughs> Right, yeah. I, I made, tried to pay attention to some of the things that I, that stuck out to me is, that's kind of... That's kind of close. Once, once Marty and, and the Doc went to 19, uh, went to twenty fifteen in nineteen eighty something when they yeah. made this because there were some some futuristic things that didn't quite pan out and like, some that did. Like we don't have flying cars. We obviously. don't have flying cars. But what's nice is I think they got enough of it realistic enough to where when you watch it, it didn't feel. It doesn't feel to me like it's. Um, just a crazy example of the future mm. and it also doesn't feel like a like a cheesy attempt it feels close enough yeah like, so okay oh, no well i was just i was just gonna say like uh you know the clothes that everybody was wearing like the like the those big ass plastic hats that some of those people are wearing and like even the even the hover the hoverboards the pit bulls even though we do have <laughs> hoverboards like but just not like that Right, they're not quite like that. Zemeckis yeah. talked about that, and he said that he did not want to predict the future. This is a quote that he says. He said, for me, filming the future scenes of the movie were the least enjoyable of making the whole trilogy because I really don't like films that try and predict the future. The only ones I've actually enjoyed are the ones done by Stanley Kubrick, even and even he didn't predict the PC when he made A Clockwork Orange. So rather than try to make a scientifically sound prediction... Uh, we wanted to do something and get, and get things wrong. We figured let's just make it funny. Yeah. You know what I love listening to a guy who just made a movie about the future tell me he doesn't like movies about the future. Yeah, tell that to the conspiracy <laughs> theorists. Yeah, that he is, said that that's we, stupid. They did consult with some scientists to kind of get an idea of what they were thinking the future might have. And uh, Bob Gale said that we knew we weren't going to have flying cars by the year 2015. But God, we had to have those in our movie. Hmm. They had to consult, like, who now? Said that the filmmakers did do some research Psychics. into what scientists thought may occur in the year 2015. I think they were just talking about, like, technology and trends and, like, what mm. they think might be. Sounds and like they cared a lot about predicting the future for someone who didn't like predicting the future. By the, by the year 2011, we're going to make contact with aliens. Anyway. What did you find? I really liked the use of drones. There's a lot of drones in there. There is movie, a lot of drones. And drones are everywhere now. They're all the rage. Mm-hmm. The first one I noticed was uh, after Biff or Griff and his boys crashed into the clock tower, a USA Today drone yeah. flew by. It's pretty close. This is pretty close to what happens. Yeah. Um, and then there was a drone walking a dog in the Hill, Hilldale Estates or whatever mm-hmm. that neighborhood was called. So there's just random drones everywhere. And while drones aren't walking dogs yet, they are, like, close to delivering our mail and their consumer products where people just, anyone can own a drone and fly it around now. Amazon. Um, drones are used in news gathering and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. It's pretty pretty on the nose. Yeah. Even some of the stuff that they say they got. The one thing that I noticed is that they predicted all this future stuff, but they still had fax machines. You couldn't come up with anything better than a fax machine. <laughs> I mean, we still have fax machines. We still have fax machines. And can anyone tell me why? No. Can either of you tell me why fax machines exist? No. Uh, no. Nope. And I I have no reason to think they won't exist. But they're not used as much. Like, they seem to be a thing still in 2015 in the Back to the Future, because he sent all those faxes of your fire to, like, the three different fax machines throughout the house. I don't know. That was the one that I was like, what? What is this? And they were using tube TVs. Still using tube TVs, especially in the cafe 80s. 
Although that, well, I mean, that, I mean, that made sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just it just now it just now occurred to it me. It also stuck out to me that that they captured the fact that there would be eighties nostalgia mm-hmm. in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing now. There, like, there are literal cafe eighties that exist now. Yeah. Not, they might not be called that. Well, technically, but there are there are similar decade themed bars, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I don't know if in the eighties, like. The 60s or something were thought of in a nostalgic fashion. I'm sure they were to some extent, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? I don't know if that was a thing. You oh. would know. Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Cafe 80s was cool. I'm going to spray uh, a bottle of I don't Baby know if, Elijah Wood. Right, Baby Elijah Wood. Baby right. Elijah Wood. Was I don't know if they were planning on... I don't know if, if the Cafe 80s was put in there as an attempt to be like maybe maybe this is a thing in the future or if it was more of something to ground marty i feel like it may have been more something to ground marty well but yeah yeah you, you go into the cafe 80s and you're greeted by uh robots uh mm. uh basically droids. tv tv droids that move around featuring uh ronald reagan and michael jackson i saw a stretch you order from a computer yeah i saw a stretch that called those like the they were Trying to compare, you know, this is a prediction that they made that does kind of exist, and they compared those little drone robot or the droid robots as like self checkout machines. That's stupid. Yeah, I didn't like it, but I guess I could understand the thought process, but I don't agree with it. And no, that's stupid. Um, they had the old arcade games in there. Mm, one, one of the child, childs, one of the children was was Elijah Wood, who'd grow up to be Frodo Baggins himself. Uh, what else was in that cafe 80s? Uh. I mean, they were playing Michael Jackson. They were playing Beat It. Yeah. When he walked in. Pepsi. Eh, Pepsi was the thing, though. Pepsi Perfect is what he wanted. I was, if there was one thing that was, that felt out of place to me in the, in the, uh, cafe 80s was when he ordered the Pepsi, it should have come in a retro Pepsi can. Yeah. And not in a futuristic bottle. Yeah. Because you're in the cafe 80s. Mm. That seemed like a Pepsi you would buy in present day. Yeah. But not at a nostalgia restaurant. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So okay. I'm catching these plot holes. <laughs> that is the wrong style of Pepsi can. You remember when uh, I think Amazon sold some Pepsi Perfects? Yep. On Back yeah. to the Future, yeah. I tried real hard to buy one. It was hard. It was hard, and they were very expensive. Yeah, oh, were they? Yeah, okay. and they only made like four. That's not true. But they made a very limited amount, and it was very hard to get. And I never could get one. I wonder if it tasted any good. I'm sure no one opened it. I wouldn't have. No. <laughs> No. I would have got two. It tasted like Pepsi. It was just Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was just Pepsi in a, in a cool Pepsi Perfect bottle. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about the movie itself for a second because how how did Biff know how to use a time machine? Well, so he mentioned... Where was it? He mentioned something about a flying DeLorean. I haven't seen that since blankety blank. So right. he, he's familiar with it. Yes, he knows it, it exists. But, and and I would counter it to say Marty also, without knowing how to use a time machine, used a time machine in the first one. Yes. So they just got in and drove. However, in the first one, because I thought about this, I went and found some stuff. So in the first one... Is this going to be the Johnny Be Good argument again? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> in the first one, he, Marty is going through and videotaping Doc Brown as he explains everything. So he is there whenever Doc Brown talks about, this is your destination time. This is 
where you're at, and this is where you came from. So he's going over the controls and yes. shows them how to punch them in. Yes, but, but he doesn't do it. Yes, he does. Marty doesn't. Yeah. He punches in the controls because well, he doesn't go back in time on no, purpose. 1955 is punched in because Doc has done it. Right. Um, but he knows he has seen how to do it. If Biff were to just have gotten in the car, like I'll give him the fact that he can drive a car and that he can figure out how to fly the car. But at no point in time in up to this movie now would 1955 be punched in to the, any of those controls whatsoever because they were Doc came back from the future. That's true. So he was in 2015. Mm-hmm. So his where you were time would have been 2015 whenever he came back to 1985. The destination time leaving 1985 would have been 2015. Thus, the previous time where you were would have changed to 1985. So at no point in time would 1955 even be conceivably punched into this to where it could have just happened by happenstance. So unless Biff, which, again, I think I've seen the argument where it's like, he's a big dumb idiot and just started pushing buttons, just punched in 19th, like, the date that he wanted, and it just so happened to be the exact date they went back to, that's a major coincidence. Well, Doc calls it a major coincidence. I mean, that is that is also true, he does. So, I mean, you could argue that he just gets in there and starts pushing buttons. I think the thing that makes the most sense to me is that it is possible that it would be typed in and that he could simply cycle back through the times that they've been through. There must be a deleted scene in there somewhere. You say that every damn time. That's not true. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe you should start watching deleted scenes. You think about that? (laughs) Maybe I will. They all have deleted scenes. Maybe I will. Because that was the only thing that I had for this is like, how does Biff know how to... Maybe there's just like a recent scroller. That could be. And he was just like... Because it just... It it would have to be a major coincidence that he would go to the exact same day in 1955, or he just happened upon it because he was going through the most recent time travels. Sure, I mean those are the only two options. But I, I, that was the that was the one question that I had as far as like a plot hole for this movie. Nah, uh, it's the Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only plot hole. I mean, and something else too is that. <laughs> When Marty and Doc go back to 1985, how did they not look on that? They, I guess, they didn't pay attention to the, uh, you know, the uh, the past time that they just that that the DeLorean was in. Nobody looks at that, right? And it's right there. That's another. Yeah. So, you know, how did they not? You know, how did they not under? How did they not get that? Sure. So. That's just, that was one thing I realized whenever I watched that. By the way, what happened to Biff after he got out of the time machine? I like, mean, he's an 20. old man. He's traveling back in time. He probably you mean him. when he was in the when he went back to the future? Future? No, yeah. When he when he came back to 2015, and he was in pain. He was in pain after he changed the time. Yeah, probably just time travel. Yeah, I my it would thought, be just like when Marty returned to his time. I assume. Yeah. Because like back about his life, because he like stumbled around, and then he was he was in a quite a bit of pain, and then he falls over. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> no, seriously, who cares? Because also, just like Jennifer and Einstein, it doesn't matter because they're going to change the past anyway. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I also noticed that there was a lot of. I, I mean, I know that they filmed two and three back to back, but I feel like they did a really good job because you didn't know that there was going to be a sequel at the time. In 1989, when this movie came out, no, but there, 
they did a really good job of foreshadowing what the next one was going to be. Uh, they talk about how Doc Brown was going to destroy the time machine and was like, I never got a chance to go back and experience my old historical time, the old West. Da 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 da. And then um, there's the Clint Eastwood movie that's playing in the hot tub scene with Biff in the alternate 1985. Mm-hmm. And you kind of put that together with what you know is already coming. So I think they did a good job of like foreshadowing once you knew that there was going to be a sequel. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they filmed them back to back, which I wish more movies would do. I know logistically that's not possible, mm-hmm. but they were able to throw the trailer at the end of the credits to make Man, I hated that. I so really I hated did. it so much. I really did too. <laughs> I did not like that. They said they did it just to assure people that there was going to be another one. I don't but they just simply they to be continued. It. Yeah. They didn't need it. I didn't need that cheesy it was bad. It was bad. And I felt like I gave too much of it away. It does it, it does give, give a lot, lot away. away. So Like I don't want to see any of those action shots. No. Like, I would have been severely disappointed if that same thing happened for Back to the Future Part 1 into Part 2. Yeah. Because there's so much in Part 2 that's like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. And now, I don't know, seeing the DeLorean drive around the Old West is kind of like, well, you Mm -hmm. ruined the spectacle now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You showed it to me while everybody's crunching up their popcorn bags. Right. Yeah. Come on, guys. (laughs) That's what we should go back in time and fix. Cut out that friggin' trailer. I also like that there's one timeless thing that happens no matter what era they're in. And that's Marty McFly going, hey, what's that? And then punching somebody right in the face. It happens every time and it works every time. And that's great. I love it. And it's always with Biff. Well, yeah, but he's an idiot. Too. Yeah. Biff's just an idiot. And, well, Biff was just went from like just a bullying butthead to like a homicidal maniac. <laughs> bullying butthead. I mean, I had to clean it up. Who are you calling a butthead? Butthead. Butthead. Um... <laughs> Are you talking about alternate Biff? The alternate Biff. Um, we also went back to the future, literally, because we went back to the first movie in in this movie. And I think we'll. I, I want to save this discussion for part three, whenever we have finished watching both movies. But there's a debate as to whether people like. If you like part two, you probably don't like part three. And if you like part three, you probably don't like part two. There's there's a rift between part twoers and part threeers. Um, Who on this planet is part three? Well, we'll have to save that for nope. later. <laughs> because I like part two. It's been too long since I've seen part three, so I don't. That's why I want to save it to the end because I want to like have a full. We discussion. have to find someone to be on this sh- on this show who will defend part three. And that's we. You know what? Let's uh, put out a Facebook call, or if you're listening and you're a part three, or let us know. And it can't just be you like part three. You have to not like part two. Yeah. So we'll we'll do some if you are one or if you know one hit us up. Have you seen those memes? It's like blankety blank blank. Tell me I'm wrong or convince yeah, yeah, yeah. change, yeah. my, change my mind. Yeah, yeah. Part two is better than part three. Change my mind. <laughs> oh, gauntlet thrown, challenge thrown. But I like the fact that they went back. And I think or what I was going to say is I think that people that maybe don't like part two is because they get confused. With timelines, but I like the fact that they went back to the first movie because what, the way they have it interwoven with the current timeline that they're on, yeah. with the first movie timeline, and the way they weave them in and out and work it in the story is really interesting. And it's one of the first movies to do that. And ILM is that right? I uh, yep. Industrial Light and Magic. That's this is one of the first movies that had the ability 
to have multiple characters in the same mm-hmm. scene without sacrificing any camera moment. Like there was, you know, this person could play this person in the same scene yeah, it's previously, all... but it was always like a stagnant shot. This one had camera movements and things like that, and that was really the first movie yeah. to do something like that. Yeah, it's all it's all motorized movements. No, whenever we whenever I watch this whenever I watch this for this it still has I mean it, it still looks good it's amazing that like those old practical effects like some of them anyway not all of them but some of them like they still have that they still have that stain yeah, power that's because practical effects are almost always the way to go mm-hmm. almost always because mm-hmm. CGI one day won't hold up anymore nope it's probably already not holding even up even today's CGI in, in 25 years will probably look not less good yeah of course, in 25 years, there will probably be no such thing as actors, and it'll all be computers. It probably will be. Well, Thanks to motion capture. Yeah. Thanks, James Cameron. Hey, now. <laughs> Do we know, maybe this is just for humor's sake, but I, I was watching it, and I didn't necessarily agree with it. In the future, when Marty was playing himself, his son, and his daughter, I thought it was weird that he was playing the daughter. I think they did it just for humor's sake. But in this sense, when you have Elizabeth Shue in this movie, I guess maybe it wouldn't make sense because, well, I don't know. I was going to say it makes sense for her to play the daughter. Because if Marty's son looks exactly like Marty, it would almost make sense for the daughter to look exactly like Jennifer. Mm. But I guess because young Jennifer was already there, maybe they didn't want to do that. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of strange and I thought it was a cheap laugh and I didn't necessarily care for it. I don't care. It, I mean, it, I did. I I was already questioning the fact that Marty's son is also his identical twin. Like, yeah. it just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Same for Biff and Griff and all that. It just. Eh. Yeah. But this is the first time I kind of registered that Griff was like a cyborg. They did you not? About, well, well, he has bionic implants. He has bionic implants. Because Doc never, warns him about it. Yeah. yeah. I guess it never sunk in. I just or the thought fact he that he weird. like shrunk and grew with weird yeah, robotic sounds that was never stuck out? I mean, it did, but I never really processed what it was, I guess. Which is weird because growing up, Back to the Future 2 was the one that I saw on TV the most. Like, it was always on TBS. I never saw Back to the Future Part 1 or Back to the Future Part 3, Back to the Future Part 2. I always saw it on the USA. Yeah, USA, they're, they're, USA, they're all the same. USA, yeah. USA. But I don't know. I really, I, I, I enjoy this one. It's, uh, it's good. That's all I got. The, uh, this is what I, this is what I have to say about it. I think it's okay. I think it's pretty good. It'll never stand up to the first one. Why? Because I think the first one is like, I think the first one just has that power to it. I think it's that time. The power of love. But um. No, it just the first one has this timelessness. I kind of feel like this one is just like an installment. Like here it is. But isn't that what every movie franchise is? Yeah, is just an installment of after the first one. I want to probe this deeper. Why? <laughs> probe like, like why I think this is an installment. Yeah, I am. I'm curious. I think they like when you create when you create a, a movie that you're not really sure if it's going to be a franchise, such as Back to the Future. You know. You said in the very beginning of this, they didn't they didn't want a sequel. And then when they finally said, okay, well, we're going to do a sequel, how are we going to do this? Well, we're just going to continue this timeline right here, and a bunch of things are going to happen. And then, oh, we got another sequel to go to. So now they just got to propel it further. The problem I'm having here is, is that, like, 
is that like too many things are happening and you know uh it needs to be it needs to be a little bit more simple and not as complex if that makes any sense it's so you got confused by the timelines i didn't get confused by the timelines but there was just i'm just like you know it's it's to the point right it's to the point where i'm just like okay we've seen what the time machine can do i'm kind of bored now you know like what more can they possibly show in this and i think this it's probably a wise choice it ended at three so that's what i have to say about that what <laughs> it's also 1 a.m and i'm very tired oh that's not an excuse so oh uh, is it is that all it is my wrist okay says. so let me back up let me back up and reiterate what i'm trying to say yeah <laughs> no um I like. Do I like this Back to the Future? Do I like Back to the Future Part Two? Yes, I do. But my problem is, is that like it's it didn't have the energy like the first one. I feel like the I feel like the first one was original. It was it was well paced. It was well not well. I mean, it was well directed. It was well acted. We have a bunch of good elements here. It's just like it's almost the same story. We're, yeah, we're seeing they, they we're seeing the same concepts. We're seeing the, yeah. we're seeing the same story. We're not going any. I mean, we're not really going anywhere newish per se. The cool thing about part two is that you see part one from a different perspective. That's true. On another note, I just want to say that I think the title "Back to the Future" is great, and I have a feeling I know what argument may be presented, and just know that it's wrong ahead of time. But doesn't anyone find it interesting that they never go back to the future? Yeah. They only go back to the present. Mm -hmm. They never go to the future, leave, and then go back to it. Mm -hmm. Ever. Yeah. Thoughts? No. <laughs> I'm stumped. I, wanna, I, I, I just, I'm curious. I, I'm, I think it's a great title. I just want to know why they picked that when they never go back to the future. I think because they go to the past, yeah, and then they go back to the future from the past. They go back to the present. That's stupid. Yeah, it is Wrong. back to the present. <laughs> But back to the past, not good, and then back to the present is not good. No, why well, they have to go back anywhere? I guess. They're not. You know, when you think about it for a second, they're never really going back to the future. That's what I just. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. That's his argument that we're making right now. That's. What <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said it, and then you even went, "Yeah." <laughs> no, yeah, that's what happened. I'm pretty sure it's 1 a.m. Ah! <laughs> Not an excuse. This show records at all hours of the day and night. Anything to get our adoring fans what they want. Just one more thing, and I feel like we're we're about good to wrap up the discussion. Are we? Of the game. Do we think? Oh, we are. Yeah. So uh, Oklahoma makes a nice appearance in this movie. There's a scene ah. where they're trying to... I say this because I'm a college football fan and a Sooner fan. But uh, when Biff is given the sports almanac... And he's like oh, yeah. trying to guess. Yeah, listen close. You turn on the radio, and he, they're listing all these sports scores, and it's like an Oklahoma ripped Iowa State fifty-two to nothing. I had always heard that, but I never looked it up. And in fact, on November twelfth, nineteen fifty-five, it was a Saturday. Oklahoma, the number one ranked team in the nation, beat Iowa State fifty-two to nothing. So that wasn't just a random score. 
it was an actual thing. Okay. So I part of me wonders if that is like an actual radio broadcast that they found from 1955. I did not look that up. That I don't know. Who'd forgot? You only looked up the Sooners one. Correct. I don't remember the other ones just because that's the one that stood out. Yeah, well. I know. I'm bad. Do we have anything else? Do you want to move on to the, the gamage? The gamesies? Yeah. You sound upset. Yeah. <laughs> You're done. We are done. We got We're one done more, with though. this. We got one more. Technically, this is like... I mean... No, nah, this is the end, really. <laughs> I mean... The next one will have a lot more criticisms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is not as popular. All right. So uh, our game that we play is Rotten... To- we got to come up with a name for this. Yeah, we got to... I don't know. We're not good at it. We're not good at this whole thing. <laughs> we don't know. They're not really games. No, they're not. They're just guesses. Yeah, they're just, just guesses. The tomato guess. There's not even rules. I don't really know why we explained it. Let's just do this. Yeah. How do we do this? I just call it. Because it it, we've got it. We got it. It's interactive. Because then all who's the, interacting? All the people listening, they're like shouting out what they think is going to be. They're going to look like lunatics. <laughs> that's that's okay. They're having fun. I just call this the tomato guess. Blame. <laughs> hey, at least it's a name. <laughs> the tomato guess. Uh, so we like to guess the score that Rotten Tomatoes gives on a 1 to 100 scale based on the percentages that they show. Uh, do we want to take guesses? Who wants to go first? What if we said no? Well, then I guess we wouldn't <laughs> do it. We just move on. Uh, I will give this uh, a 52. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hello? Hi. 87. 87. Uh, 52? Yeah. I'm going to go with a flat 70. Even 70. I'm going to be actually angry if I am if I don't win. Because <laughs> both of you went too low. According, we'll get to our own things. I'm just trying to guess what I think the critics would say. So according to this, Rotten Tomatoes, the score for Back to the Future 2 52? is a 63. Wow. Literally everyone on planet Earth is incorrect. <laughs> what did you say, 52? I said 52. I said I win. Yeah. It's all me, baby. Well, what's it like to be wrong? Does it feel good? Does it feel good being wrong? <laughs> it's slow Tuesday. So you said what? 87. 85 is the audience. Score. Now now we're talking. See, I knew I I have a connection with the people <laughs> that cannot be uh, held back or contained. <laughs> what do we want to give it for us? A uh, five, no, uh... 4.5 out of 5 bottles of Pepsi Perfect. I gave it a 4 out of 5. But a 52? Yeah. That's a critic score. That's not an Andrew Nichols score. You can score. say that all you want. <laughs> I think I give it a 4. It's, it's good. I give it a solid 4. I like it a lot. This is the one that I liked. I liked it growing up more than one just because I saw it more. And then as an adult, I understood better. But at, because it was on TV so much, this is the one that I watched the most. Yeah, I think that's all we got, right? That's it. I'm just nothing but shame now. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Back to the Future Part Three next week, and then we will also pick our next film franchise. Oh boy, it's gonna be. That's always the most uh, anxiety-inducing part. I feel like we just picked this one. We did. Hey, 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 we can either do this the easy way or the hard way. You know, the next one's gonna be bad, right? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's gonna. 
It's, it's going to be bad. I'm going to go in with an open mind because it's been so long since I've seen part three. Okay. No, I'm talking about the next film. Oh, because well, I mean, it's going to be hard to live up to Back to the Future. Right. Well, and it's just going to be bad because it's how the universe works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Don't get nervous yet. we got one more movie, and then we'll go. Uh, you can follow us online at facebook.com slash okconnection, our umbrella production company. And then we have an Instagram at uh, OK underscore connection for that. We have an Instagram for this page, um, So Many Sequels Pod. If you like what you hear, you can find us on SoundCloud if you look for So Many Sequels. And then we're also on iTunes, so you should give us a star rating and a written feedback, and we'd be your friends forever, which you may not want. And if you don't want that, then we won't be your friends forever. Just specify which one you prefer in the comments. Buttheads.